0: Hey, Mike.
1: Hey, the old headsets tonight or what?
0: Uh, yeah, this is the uh, the old good one. The, the old
1: good one, yeah. yeah.
0: One that actually works.
1: Yay! <laughs> so you might you might hear some football in the background, but uh, it's Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I was watching a little bit of it.
1: Yeah, it's not going our way in the household, but.
0: The Forty ers went in. Still, yeah,
1: yeah, okay. yeah. My wife's a Chiefs fan.
0: Ah, uh, so yeah, things we aren't going we, too well. We have some uh, family in Kansas City. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So um, I thought I hope I hope you remember to uh, pick your digital stuff. <laughs>
0: Oh, I didn't. Are you you
1: gonna have to wing it?
0: (laughs) I'll wing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a problem. I can always wing it.
1: Yeah. So tonight we're just covering Inferior Five, and you'll have to refresh my memory on some of them because I read them so long ago.
2: Except
0: Um, for and also also Batman's Grave, right?
1: Yeah, Batman's Grave. Yeah. And number one. I I don't remember the details of because I read that one so long ago.
0: Yeah, I, I, that was a while ago for me also.
1: Yeah, but the other stuff is pretty fresh in my head.
0: Yeah, I I actually read Inferior Five. I read those issues twice. Um, I, I felt like there was a lot in there to kind there of there is there is there is around. a lot.
1: The I, I remember one issue one more than I do issue two. <laughs> I, I remember issue two's cover, but I don't remember exactly what happened in issue two.
0: Yeah, because
1: <clears throat> I read them as soon as they came out.
0: Yeah, so did I, I. I'm
1: sort of a nut with Inferior Five. Like, I really, I really like it. It's yeah, so it's weird awesome. and it's so different. It's so obscure.
0: It is. Yeah,
1: it's just like I. I don't know why it exists, but I'm glad
0: it does. I know, it feels like a, uh, it feels, um, it feels kind of like a, like a Vertigo book or a, uh, or even like a, like a Dark Horse book or something, you know?
2: Yeah. It just
0: doesn't feel like um, DC. It feels like
1: something out of the 90s, like
0: I, Yeah. for me. Yeah, it does. Um,
1: and it kind of is, because I, I think it. Invasion was pretty pretty nineties. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So was um so was was Peacemaker in Invasion? Was yeah, he in, in but invasion? he wasn't
1: like a he wasn't like a big player in Invasion. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people were in invasion. Like uh, yeah. check, checkmate I think at the time um, checkmate was uh, appearing quite a bit. Uh, in, I mean, peacemaker was appearing in that checkmate, and that <laughs> was before Ruckus checkmate. Okay. that was like the Cooperberg checkmate, <clears throat> where they all kind of were like pawns, and they wore these yellow yellow costumes. And mm-hmm. I might change my answer if they have peacemaker on this thing. I didn't think to look. On uh the D C app.
0: <laughs> um they do have the they have like the four issue uh mini series, the oh my God. Uh, the Paul yeah. Kupperberg.
1: I'm gonna choose that. I'll just tell you right <laughs> now.
0: Yeah, I was curious and I looked that up the other day.
1: Yeah, sorry to steal that from you.
0: No, that's okay no. <laughs> i I wouldn't have picked that probably
1: <clears throat> and look at that they have uh they have checkmate the issues with peacemaker in there too. oh nice son of a gun.
0: Yeah, I it, it's so hard for me going through the app to find, like if I'm looking for something like just to read real quick, it's so hard because I'll find something and then I'll be like, uh, and then I'll find something else and find something else. And I'm like, eh, I don't really want to read this right now, but I really want to read this or this. And it's just there's so many rabbit holes to go down.
1: Yeah, there is. And sometimes the app isn't as his... like I'm searching for Checkmate right now under Comics, and usually at the bottom it it says Series, and I don't see that showing up.
0: Um, I know it's on here. I usually just go. Um...
1: Yeah, I see it. Like they have one, two, three, four. Yeah, I'm ch- I'm totally changing my answer. My two my two picks are going to be Peacemaker one through four, and Checkmate one through four. Nineteen eighty
0: seven. The eighty eight. Nineteen eighty seven. Uh, yeah. Checkmate. checkmate.
1: Okay. Yeah. I did an audible. Cause yeah. Because I, I was I had picked <laughs> some others, but I'd rather read these. So those are my choices.
0: Okay, let me see if I can find something here. Oh, I hate that i was I was looking at Checkmate and then I hit the back button and it took me all the way out to the home screen.
1: Uh, there's a lot of stuff on here.
0: I know, and i i I usually just go to like browse all comics and I just scroll down through all of them just to see what all's there and yeah, it's just so much stuff catches my eye that I want to read. It's hard to commit to something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um. Uh. One. Uh. One of my picks is going to be the Cosmic Boy miniseries. Oh, okay. From '86.
1: I haven't um, read that since it came out.
0: Yeah, that one caught my eye the other day.
1: What is that? Four issues.
0: Yeah four issues um and then let's see Uh, let's see here yeah and i'm i'm surprised at like how quickly they're getting caught up with current stuff i think they're like a year behind
1: I think they're cl- getting closer, though. It seems like Doomsday Clock is closer to not even a year.
0: They have eight, yeah, eight issues of Doomsday Clock on and here. That
1: just that just finished up. Like, yeah, that does that mean only four issues came out this last
2: year?
0: Uh, it's likely. Sounds about right. Yeah, it could be. Um. Okay. Let's see yeah uh, there's too much too much to choose from um, hmm. Yeah, I need to, uh, I've been reading, uh, mainly I've been trying to get caught up on my current stuff lately. I need to
2: get,
0: I need to do a lot more reading in the app.
1: I've been reading the question off and on.
0: Oh, yeah, the, the, 1986, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, Alright, so I have the Cosmic Boy miniseries. Um,
1: How do you get into that browse mode again?
0: Um, I, so I just, I go to, like, so I'm on the mobile app, like, I yeah. go to the... Comics? Uh, yeah, comics, and then there'll be like browse storylines, or like browse um, all all comics. I just go to the all oh, comics. Browse
1: all at the bottom, yeah.
0: Yeah. I like doing that just so I can see everything they have. It's a little overwhelming, but. <laughs> Um, Okay, Uh, I'm just going to pick something here. How about... um, Let's go with...
1: Some obscure stuff here, too. They have Kronos, that was a a cool series.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: (laughs) Crisis. EC secret files they got a lot
0: Yeah, it's interesting all of the to see all of the different like holiday specials and things they have.
2: Yeah.
1: They have dead shots uh, 4 issue and 5 <laughs> issue series.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: 1987, was... Doctor Fate.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's one of my favorites. That one's awesome. That's the, Keith
1: Giffen art too, isn't it? The
0: <clears throat> is that the, that's the Damatius one, right?
1: Yeah, I think it has Keith Giffen art. I
0: though. think it's uh, Sean McManus, maybe.
1: No, that's the. Uh... That's not the mini. That's the on. Oh, that's, that's the, the 1988.
0: The ongoing... Yeah. Yeah, the mini
1: is. 19... Giffen, yeah. 1987 is Giffen. Yeah, it's
0: Demetres no, okay. and Giffen. Okay. Yeah.
1: That the other one is a better series, though. The one that you mentioned, the Sean McManus.
0: Yeah, so I love it. It's a that
1: female one. and a male. Yeah, it's cool. The
0: kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> okay, I'll do. Um. um I will do Resurrection Man. Uh 1 through Let's do 1 through 4 of that. Okay. The the first 90, one. The, yeah, the 97, the Dan Abnett.
1: That's good. Resurrection Man.
0: We'll do that and Cosmic Boy.
1: And then we need the animated stuff.
0: Okay, mine is e- mine is easy. Um, I want to do the um, the Justice League Dark.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. That's what I wrote down. So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I I guess what I'll pick instead of that is <clears throat> two episodes of the new Harley Quinn.
0: Okay. <clears throat> the
1: first two, if you have not okay. seen them already.
0: No, I haven't. They're
1: pretty raunchy, though. You have to watch them.
0: <laughs>
1: you have to watch them by yourself.
0: Yeah, that's. <laughs> it's adult
1: oriented.
0: Uh, well, yeah. Pretty much everything I watch, I have to watch by myself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not a problem. All right, let's uh, let's
1: jump into uh, Batman's grave.
0: Yeah. So this was. Uh, so
1: overall thoughts on this? What what are you thinking?
0: Um, <clears throat> I'm really liking the like the kind of mystery aspect and the uh, it, it really has like a kind of detective comics feel to it. I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like I like there's a couple th- the the pros I like is I think <clears throat> the art is pretty cool. Like the fight scenes are cool. Mm-hmm. I like the detective part of it because it's the, the mystery starts with the murder in issue one, and then him trying to find out why this guy's is murdered. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I I like the banter between him and Alfred. Like, yeah, I think it's top notch banter.
0: And that's the thing, like. <laughs> If 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 you're going to write Batman, you pretty much have to have great banter between him and Alfred. Yeah. You know, that's like a given.
1: The thing I think it lacked of though is the the fight scenes are really good, but there's like no sound effects. It's like a yeah. it's like a silent issue when it is, there's like yeah. this action. You don't hear like crash, I mean tables are flying and there's like no special effects like lettered in or anything.
0: Yeah, it almost looks like slow motion. Yeah. Like if you look at the panels, it's like they're moving in slow motion just because of the lack of sound effects. Yeah. And there's like no there's like no emphasis on like, like punches landed or anything, mm-hmm. which is it's odd to see.
1: Like, uh, summarize issue one because it's more probably more fresh if you have it out. But I don't. Have um.
0: It out. Yeah, let me get it here.
1: <clears throat> I know. So, I, I I remember. <clears throat> The thing I remember about that issue is Alfred was concerned that Batman was like running himself into a grave, like he was gonna die, and he didn't care or something. Like
0: yeah, that. yeah, there was uh there was that part at the beginning where he's um, he's cleaning the 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 Wayne's graves, and he's like kind of thinking to himself about Bruce. But then, throughout the issue, he does make comments about that also mm-hmm. um, and uh, and Batman goes into Batman um, see there's the find how this start oh so he's kind of he's patrolling and um, there's there's like a Stick up in an alleyway And he he breaks it up Um, And that's a really cool fight scene there Um, And then he uh, He gets uh, Like looped in on a 911 call um, And he goes to an apartment building And finds the The body of the guy in the apartment And there's all the the Batman, like, news clippings taped up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole apartment is covered with Batman news clippings. Um... Let's see. What else here? Um... Is <clears throat> there any...
1: Was there anything in that issue that mentioned the that crazy dude with no pain receptors that's an issue, too?
0: Um... I don't think so. I don't was, remember. Is there
1: somebody hiding under the bed, though, in that issue? Like in the murder scene? Or am I thinking of something else? <clears throat> I thought somebody was, like, watching him as he was
0: doing No. Something. He, well, uh... No, because he, uh oh um yeah so so he um he flips over the bed, looks under the bed, and then he he um breaks open a floorboard, and there the guy is hiding in the floor.
1: the crazy guy,
0: yeah, the crazy guy's hiding in the floor, like he said i was and he says I was lonely, and oh, like yeah. that's, what I, that's,
1: that's that's what, why, what that's what led us into the second issue then.
0: Yeah, cause then that's where yeah. I li- I fighting. like
1: that guy. I don't know if he's appeared before.
0: Yeah, he's, he's like crazy insane,
1: and he has no pain receptors, so he doesn't like he can't feel anything.
0: Well, it's so kind it's of like, like the. It's like, I think it's the same as the dude in issue three, cause the dude um, Batman makes the comment to Alfred about the the dude in issue three, like with the mask. Um, he's got some. Um, he's like all juiced up on some like medicine or something.
1: Oh, you uh, think that this guy was juiced up on the same thing?
0: Yeah, possibly.
1: Because they captured he captured him in issue two.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and because then later on, like when Batman is going after that doctor, um, Doctor Helfern. Yeah. Uh, that doctor was doing experiments with different chemicals or whatever. And I'm guessing that they were both juiced up on that stuff.
1: Yeah. And there's one scene, man. I like had to like, look at it like five times. Cause it looked like he was, had the needle right at Batman's neck. Like it, it looked like it was going to puncture the cowl. And I thought he, he had done it, but I guess he didn't.
0: Oh. And then he like,
1: stabs himself in the neck with all of them you know that doctor
0: oh yeah and uh i think that's issue four yeah um yeah because the doctor he ends up shooting himself up with like six of them or something yeah in his neck yeah it does look like it he gets him uh it does look like he gets him with the needle. The but... thing
1: I like about the villain, though, in the second one is, I mean, in the first, like when he opens the floorboards, that was kind of creepy. Cause this guy's oh, yeah. like, this guy's like, of all the guy, of all the villains in this book, he just looks, <laughs> he looks weird, man.
0: He looks like a, he looks like a deranged clown or something. Yeah. Like, with the crazy hair, and he's got these, like, sharp teeth.
1: And he looks like he's been lobotomized. He's got that he, huge scar in front of his head.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> and it explicitly says in that fight scene, like, this is a great fight scene, man, in, in issue two. They're, like, kicking and punching, and he's oh, like... Oh,
0: yeah, slamming each other into and walls. He, in he's the like, the try apartment.
1: harder to make me feel something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a good scene. And I mean the scene is going for
1: the thing Man. I like about it is I don't, I've never seen this guy before and he's just like fearless. Like he he doesn't even care if it's Batman.
0: Yeah. Man the scene it's, the scene goes for like 11 pages. The fight scene,
1: yeah, and they're punching him through walls. I mean, they got <laughs> through walls, and he's Batman's like, "Feel that?" And he goes, "I was, I was lonely. Have you ever <laughs> been lonely?" And then he takes him out through the window.
0: <laughs> yeah, just
1: <laughs> he was gonna kill them both. Like yeah. he didn't care. He was gonna drop himself and Batman off the the building and. It's Just lucky dip- enough that he had the grappling hook.
0: To yeah, save he them like both tackles him out the window. And I like how um, in the first issue, um, Alfred is Alfred is up late drinking, and then in the second issue he's got a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After Batman gets home from this fight with this guy, Alfred, sitting there with some (laughs) Alka-Seltzer.
1: And he's trying to get up and do his job, and Batman's (coughs) like, not with those shaky fingers, you you won't. (laughs) And the police are after him, too. After
2: Batman.
0: Yeah, yeah. Batman makes the comment that the um that the two the two cops could could have uh could have gotten him when he dropped the guy off at the police station.
1: They must have done this like in advance though, because Brian Hitch is pretty slow and it seems like this is coming out like clockwork. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's it's the mur- murder mystery of that Turton guy I think and that leads them into all the other crazy shit that's in issue 2 and another fight scene with the guy that has no pain receptors
0: oh and uh, so the thing that I that I just read that I just, that I forgot, had forgot about the, um, the, cr- uh, the crime scene, it, um, it looked, uh, the crime scene in issue three, it looked like, uh, I think it's in three or is at the end of two. Um, it looked like the guy committed suicide, but, um, Batman made the comment that, uh, uh, let's see, the guy shot himself with his right hand, but he was left-handed.
1: Yeah, that was an um, issue too at the back because it, that was a good scene because he's he's like pretending he's him as a detective.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That
1: that was cool because it it's a, it actually shows the guy that was murdered at his desk and stuff, but it's Batman that's putting the gun to his head and stuff. Like he's like enacting out how this murder could have happened.
0: Yeah, like talking himself through it.
1: Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> I like that.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> does the he does it again somewhere else.
1: Uh maybe it's in 4. Yeah. Because in four he kind of fights that dude that kind of looks like Bane, sort of.
0: He's yeah. Big. Yeah. Well, most of most of issue three is the fight with that guy, and then at the end, yeah, the end of three is this guy sitting at his desk with the gun, and he's got all the pills out on his desk, yeah. and he figures out it's the the um. The lexicon that told him to kill himself, mm-hmm. but to but to use his right hand. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like this a lot. I thought it was cool how because um, they kind of throw you by with the the part about. Um. It kind of starts out looking like a suicide, and then it isn't, and then it kind of is, but then Batman kind of figures out he was told to kill himself. Yeah. And then four is where um he tracks down that doctor, uh Dr. Hellfern.
1: Yeah, and he's got all those guys in his office fighting him. The burn guy, the burn <laughs> guy. And there's and then, a scene in there though like where the doctor gets like the needle right next to Batman. And I can't find it now.
0: Yeah, first he so what I thought was funny was <clears throat> So, so Batman breaks into the room and it's like all dark and he's fighting the guys. And then the doctor stands up with that gun that shoots that gas. Yeah. In Batman's face, but Batman has the gas mask on. Right. Um, but then like, uh, two pages later, like the gas mask is just gone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He takes it out somewhere when he's fighting that guy with swords cuz it's just gone. Cuz there's that guy with the burn face, there's the mm-hmm. Bane-looking guy, and then there's the guy that has the two blades.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then
1: there's the doctor. And the doctor, he does grab a syringe out of Oh, I see I see the panel now where it is. It's like on the the page that's opposite of the advertisement for Shadow of the Batgirl. Girl. The all ages Oh yeah. Book. Do you see how Do you, do you see how the doctor on the third panel down?
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's got the Doesn't it
1: look like the blade hits like not even the cowl, like it hits his face?
0: Yeah, he's like swinging the needle at him and it Yeah. It's really close to his face.
1: It looks like the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Oh, did they? Yeah. If you didn't hear my wife yelling in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. They they were down quite a bit last I saw.
1: Yeah, but the final score is 30-20. to 20. They must have got a touchdown at the end. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, there's a minute left, but it would have two scores. It, it it would have to do something stupid.
0: Yeah. Wow, that was a, kind of a big turnaround from when I was last it, watching. It's, it's,
1: it's because I'm not watching the game, and my wife can thank me because I would have been bad, <laughs> I would have been bad luck. So yeah. she can thank the podcast.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. But that's, that, that one, I thought he injected him. Like, it's just right in his face.
0: Yeah, it's so close. And then Batman kind of moves his arm and it sticks into the wall. Yeah. Another one, another it panel. Like that?
1: Yeah, with the guy with the blades.
0: Yeah, because it, it looks like the guy with the blade sticks him in the neck, but you see the blade is like broken off.
1: Yeah, I think his cow like busted the blade.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's Like, like he his jabbed offer. it
1: into his neck, but the blade <laughs> broke. Yeah. It's a there's some incredible fight scenes in these. I just wish it's, there was uh, somebody putting like crash.
2: Like, yeah. You know, just
1: something because it needs some sound effects because there's there's shit flying all over the place.
0: It's yeah. It's got to it be
1: one of some loud fight scenes.
0: And this is uh, it's reminiscent of the type of like fight scenes that you'd see in like wildstorm stuff, you yeah. know the kind of the brutality of it
1: yeah, I wish there was more though. I wish I could just finish it to see how it goes.
0: yeah, yeah,
1: because it's like something bigger like there's there's so many people involved. And he hasn't even get, scratched the surface yet,
0: well, yeah, yeah, there's been two uh two murders um already, and the the first one was seemingly like not related, but yeah, but I'm sure it will be related,
1: and there's been like the doctor plus the <laughs> three dudes involved, plus that crazy guy, you yeah. Know? So, so it's like they're, these, they're a legion and and the doctor's referencing somebody else so you know that he's just a small peon in the whole picture
0: mhm yeah, yeah cause especially because the doctor I don't know if he I would assume he kills himself with those needles yeah Yeah, because Batman is
1: going to turn into something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I hope they give that crazy guy a a spot in something because he was captured. He wasn't dead.
0: Yeah, and yeah, he just looks. He should be in Arkham.
1: Yeah, he he'll looks be.
0: He'll be in Arkham.
1: His design is just cool because he looks like a serial killer. Like, he just, you know, a serial killer that has no pain receptors. And he doesn't care. You can hit him as many times as you want, and nothing and happens.
0: He, he likes it, yeah. yeah.
1: He wants to feel pain. He wants to yeah. feel something, and he can't.
0: Oh, the uh, the doctor mentioned uh, the Scorn Army is what he mentions. The, yeah,
1: yeah. So that was Batman's Grave one through four, and it's a twelve issue
2: <clears throat>
1: series. And then we have Inferior five one through four, and I think something's delayed because I think we should have five already out.
0: Yeah, five. Sh- I, I was looking. Uh, I was looking today because I was I was worried that I missed five and my I, I missed ordering five. I thought, yeah. but I. I looked at my DCBS, and it was on a, on a older order that had already shipped out, but that one hadn't shipped.
1: Yeah, I just hope they don't pull an Audible and just cancel it.
0: Oh, I know. Well, they already cut it from 12 down to 6. Yeah. Which is funny I to I know see. it's not
1: selling well, though.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, like... Why would they even green light it in the first place? Because they know it's not going to sell well.
1: I don't know. It could be copyrights or, I don't know, maintaining a title name.
0: Yeah, that that could be. They have I mean, to like... be
1: doing that. They have to. Because they knew off the – they had to know out of the gate that it wasn't <clears throat> going to be a, a big seller.
0: yeah. It's and weird if that's... how
1: they made this twelve issues, and then they switched it to six. Yeah. And, and then they increased the Wonder Twins and Dial H from six to twelve. Huh. Because I don't I think those sell those. It well either.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. But the my thing is like, if they're gonna, if they're gonna do something with it at all, like. If they're gonna green light it for a twelve issue series and they know it's not gonna sell, like why not just let it finish? You know, yeah. I mean you are, you you knew it wasn't gonna sell, you green lit it anyways. But yeah, these are it's 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 so frustrating because these are like the best. Um, we've talked about it before, but these are like the best types of books that DC does, and they they always get canceled so quickly, and then they never end up coming back. And
1: yeah, and Peacemaker is uh, a character that has in- different incarnations but his his catchphrase is it, it mentions it in one if you have it hanging out but it's like i got to create war to stop war or something <laughs> ridiculous like that
0: yeah i know what you're talking about um yeah. let me see if i can find it um i love that c-
1: phrase and then
0: is it the it's is it the helmet that says it that yeah. says the catchphrase and he's yeah. like what what is what are you talking about or something like yeah. that yeah
1: well, he's talking to himself like it's the helmets there. Yeah. Like, like he's insane. But, uh, and Amanda Waller appears in one too, doesn't she?
2: Like,
0: yeah, she's in the first one. Yeah. Um, talking to Rick Flagg. Uh,. And
1: his job is, it looks like what he's doing is Lemire is writing Peacemaker because he's actually <laughs> heading to that Arizona location.
0: Yeah, they're going to...
1: It looks like he was, in, in issue three or one of those issues, it looks like he was experimented on by the aliens. Yeah. The Dominators. But it's so weird because there's this group of kids, and one of the kids is like a Duralin, like an alien that could shapeshift. And then there's the other kids.
0: That was sent there on a mission. Yeah. uh, Some secret mission.
1: And then there's the other three kids. And then there's the one kid that just joined them. And it's because they keep losing, like, that number, the fifth member. Yeah. They always lose and is replaced, and is murdered and is replaced by another. And one kid, his father, I think, is the Tasmanian Devil.
0: Yeah, yep. And that kid got killed. Yeah, but the and every kid like that that shows up there, they've lost one of their parents in the invasion, and then their family, for some reason, or the the government relocates them to this town. Yeah, is um. <clears throat> This uh, this Billy Shanker character has he been around before? The one with the the like the bag over his head and the X on it.
1: I don't know, but I know there creepy. Yeah, I know there is a uh, an issue three or issue four. There's a weird pink creature with a snout.
0: Yeah, the little alien.
1: And. I remember that creature from like uh, there 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 was a, a character called Space Ranger or, or something like that. He appears in Showcase 100, I think. Cause hmm. That's where I remember from, him from. And he his his like sidekick was that pink thing. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, Space Space Ranger, if if you could see the cover to Showcase 100, Space Ranger is the guy in the yellow and red suit. And uh he had like a peak a pink creature and I think that's what that is. And then Tasmanian Devil was kind of an obscure guy from the Global Guardians. Hmm. Uh which I think's first appearance is in the Super Friend comic. <clears throat> um, and they, they have the thing about that's where uh, F- fire and ice came from
0: except uh, fire uh. was
1: called green flame and ice <laughs> was ice maiden hmm. that's where they came from that's where Giffen got him from is the global guardians and they had different characters from every country you know there was like an Irish member someone mm-hmm. from China um, and that guy from China I can't remember his name because he he appeared recently in that uh, Grant Morrison uh, Japanese book. I can't remember what it was. It was hmm. a real obscure thing in Final Crisis, but yeah. I can't remember. So so a lot of these references are things that show up, and they're so obscure that nobody would recognize them except somebody that's been reading for years and years. Yeah. Um. And they had the Rocket Reds, you know, they were pretty popular yep. in the Giffen-Dematheus era of Justice League.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the JLI.
1: Yeah. And KGB beast showed up because yeah. Peacemaker threw down the KGB beast and then the Rocket <laughs> Reds attacked. And then they they introduced something that I don't ever remember them ever using like the Peacemaker Vision. The vision of oh, peace or whatever the they call vision it. of
0: peace, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like the pen and stare. <laughs> Ghostwriter pen and stare. Yeah,
0: it is. <clears throat>
1: Congratulations, Barb. My <laughs> my uh my faith in the third quarter wasn't very happy there. I didn't look good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool because the Chiefs haven't they haven't won since like Super Bowl one, right? Or was it Super Bowl two? It was the Len Dawson years. Yeah, I know Len Dawson because I used to, as a a kid. I used to love to watch Inside the NFL and mm-hmm. he, on HBO, and he was the one of the hosts of Inside the NFL. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so they. They. Oh, they had Brother Power the Geek, which we talked about. That guy's really obscure. He had two issues in the seventies.
0: Yeah, he's. Uh, and he's like being used by the the dominators. dominators. Yeah. But I I think he's I think he's gonna end up helping the kids out.
1: I do too. So, Joe Simon created the, the brother Power of the Geek. And I can't remember who the editor was at the time. Uh, Joe Orlando. But there was, like, the senior editor. And if I can't remember who it was. But he didn't like hippies. So, he wanted none of this.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so like, the series couldn't even take off because he always thought of hippies as slackers and stuff. So he's like, <laughs> Brother Power was this doll-like creature that hung out with the hippies, the flower children. And he fought biker gangs, and he was struck by a bolt of lightning, and became like a a power, a powerful creature that could help uh-huh. fight. He was an offbeat character.
0: Well, it, and it sounds to me, it like it sounds like a. Uh... A Kirby character like it fit fit right in with like the forever people or something
1: but you got to remember that Joe Simon wrote with Kirby they created Captain America so yeah and he he's appeared in like Brave and the Bold and a couple of other things but he doesn't have many appearances like it's really obscure that he shows up he He showed up in another series, but I can't remember what it was and I was just really surprised to see him and then he had a vertigo series called i don't know if it's called power or you know, it was geek or something like that and I don't remember that one too well <laughs> the geek maybe it was called the geek
0: yeah that that sounds familiar. I love the art in this book, Yeah, it was
1: Vertigo Visions, The Geek. And that was by Rachel Polek with art by Mike Alred. Hmm. 1993. So it's an example of them bringing some of their properties back in Vertigo. Because Black Orchid, they did. You know, Swamp Thing, Animal Man... Phantom Stranger. They did a lot of like their DC proper. Yeah. Madam Xanadu. You know they they had Vertigo titles.
0: Mm-hmm. They were
1: like darker characters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But did the... you notice? Um, so I like at the the end of issue three, um, the uh, the dude in like the hazmat suit. Um, goes to the goes to that one house, and on the the doorstep is the the peacemaker symbol.
1: I'm looking for it right now. Is it towards the end?
0: Yeah, the end of issue three, right before the the peacemaker backup.
1: Well, oh, I just love the Stario scene, <laughs> like with oh In yeah, the Mani fight Devil. with yeah that that splash <coughs> panel is amazing. <laughs> cuz it's yeah. like stario looking meaner, mean as hell coming Try down at him, him and he's like oh fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and they have like the tasmanian devil spinning like he this is like the yeah. cartoon character
0: yeah 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 the the art in this book is just amazing
1: oh yeah there i remember this the peacemaking symbol on that object <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then Peacemaker is like flying to uh, Dangerfield.
1: KGB piece two in that in, in issue three is kicking his ass. Just kicking yeah, he Peacemaker's shoots, shoots ass him in the back. until he yeah. goes the Vision of Peace, and he's like,
2: ah.
1: <laughs> 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 And then Peacemaker's even, like, talking to himself, his helmet. He's like, the vision of peace? <laughs> it's a new <laughs> catchphrase I've been working on.
0: <laughs> well, it sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I love his art, too. Like, it's it fits the Peacemaker character pretty well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a great it's a great combo of uh, <clears throat> Keith Giffen and Jeff Lemire on these um, kind of converging stories. Yeah. it'll be cool. It'll be cool to see when they kind of come together. You know,
1: right? But is it, as long is An issue. An uh, <laughs> issue uh, four in the middle. You can see that little <laughs> pink creature with the oh snow. yeah.
0: He like runs. Uh, he runs down into that little underground area. Yeah. Because those one kids are like snooping around.
1: <clears throat> but the, but the premise is there's these kids in this town of Arizona after the invasion, and it seems like the town is almost vacated and these kids are like some of the only survivors and their parents have been captured or killed.
0: And I don't even know if it's a real town. Like, I think it's just, uh, it could be a simulation. Just, like, in a yeah, tank. I think it's, yeah, that's what I think it is. And there's the, there's the government agent guy. Um, who's kind of, I guess he's kind of working on things from the earth perspective, um, or kind of handling the earth's end of the deal, whatever the deal is here. And he's, he goes at the end, he goes and talks to that giant like yellow alien with the big head
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Which, that, that alien, it kind of seems like a like a little kid or something. Because he just wants to play with those, those kids.
1: Yeah. I wish I was friends with Dan DiDio and I could just ask... I mean, I am indirectly, but just say... Do you know when Inferior 5, 5, and 6 are going to come out? Because it seems like we skipped two months. It seems off.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, is they, it a they month or is it
1: two months?
0: They definitely missed a month because I I got my last shipment the end of January, um, and and then there wasn't an Inferior Five issue in that right. shipment.
1: So I think I think you're right. I think these kids aren't really in a town of Arizona. They're in some kind of like. Simulated environment that the aliens are running, and the there was a Durlan experimenting on Peacemaker. It wasn't a Dominator, because it showed the purple robe and the tentacles oh, yeah. coming out of the face.
0: Well, there is a Dominator there too.
1: Oh, I didn't see the Dominator.
0: Yeah, there's a Dominator and a Durlan.
1: I wish this was ongoing because I just think it would be oh, so much that fun. Oh, would
0: be. Awesome, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's my favorite. It was my favorite read of the week. That when I I read it last week. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you're reading the Hill House stuff, but holy frack, they're good.
0: Um yeah, I'm getting uh <clears throat> I'm getting basket full of heads and um the new one uh Plunge. Plunge. Yeah, I
1: haven't read Plunge yet, but I've read The Dollhouse Family. I've read uh, Low, 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 or The Low, Low Woods. And uh, mm-hmm. what was the other one? Daphne Byrne. And my favorite is, is Basketful of Heads. But my second favorite is Daphne Byrne. And Kelly Jones, man, is just drawing a really gothic-looking... 1800s piece it's it's really good
0: <laughs> oh that's i didn't realize uh he was doing it's, art on it, one of them well
1: kelly jones has had some like he what i know i'm from is from that dead man stuff and batman you know he was right around nightfall yeah. and it was big yep. and then i'd read all his like swamp Thing stuff and all the macabre stuff that he would do like monster related mm-hmm. and and then he did some stuff recently and it, it wasn't as good as what i'm used to seeing like i think he did uh i think he did like the elseworld batman vampire stuff
2: hmm.
1: um and he uh he's killing it with this series man like he's it looks so <laughs> good
0: yeah i'm sure uh I'm sure Joe Hill was a fan, and and that's probably why Kelly Jones is right. on is on the book.
1: But the writing is just like so good. I mean, it, it's, oh yeah, there there's like a creep factor in every issue. I
0: mm-hmm. just,
1: uh, I'm, I wish it. It's one of those things like I like so much that I just wish other people would like it. Like it, like <laughs> I wish it. I, I think it should be like top selling stuff.
2: Oh, and yeah. I,
1: I, it's like my brain... Like, I could see Inferior 5 because it's so weird and we, it's so obscure. But some of that Hill House stuff is just... I mean, for horror, it's just better than Vertigo. I mean, it's it's like Vertigo, but it's even better than the image horror stuff that you see in the Aftershock. It's just so good.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely... I mean... I I can't speak for any of the other writers but I mean Joe Hill's a really good writer. And, and I
1: think he's the lead editor. Like I think he's controlling
0: yeah. the
2: line. So
0: I think so. So he's like he's yeah. like
1: picking things that he that he likes and I think it works. Mhm. The dollhouse yeah, he... is creepy. I don't I don't know if you know the premise of it but it happens, like, in 1979. Um, there's this family in England, and uh, the the husband's a carpenter, unemployed carpenter, and there's the wife, and he's an abusive husband. And uh, the girl gets this huge, like, Victorian dollhouse. It's, like, three feet tall, probably, like, I don't know, like, two feet wide. It's really big. And it has, like, a family in it. And she's able to, like, escape in it. And I don't know if it's, like, really happening or if it's just in her mind. But, Uh like, when things get bad, she goes into the house. Like, she just really goes. It looks like it's really happening. Because in issue two, she's in an orphanage. And the dollhouse is there. And there's a girl that always picks on her and she chases her into the room and it's like she vanished into the dollhouse. Like she had nowhere else to go. And it really happens, but there's this black room and she goes into the dollhouse in the black room and the black room starts talking to her and she basically says, if you don't kill your father, uh, he's going to kill your mother. Because she already knows that they get into a fight and he beats the crap out of her. Hmm. So the deity or whatever's in this house convinces her that, and there's a whole family in this house. There's a mother, a father, and three other kids. And uh, she goes in there to play and talk to the family. And then she talks to this black room and she kills her father with a hammer. And the Hmm. mother, the mother feels like totally guilty. Like this, my daughter did this to protect me. So she falsifies the data and stuff like she killed the husband. So she goes to prison, and then the daughter has to go to an orphanage. And then yeah. she gets picked on by the other girls, but the dollhouse is there. And the dollhouse is sort of convincing her. It, it's like a protector of her, but it's weird. And the dollhouse came, I think, from an aunt you know, like that was in the, the mother's side of the family. And there has to, there, there's this weird surveyor and I can't remember his name, but it shows flashbacks where the dollhouse originated. And it's just such a weird story, It but it's so well told. Yeah. And then Daphne Byrne is about in the 1800s. It's, it's about a mother and a daughter who lose the husband and financially the husband provided. So they're, they're trying to survive like what assets do we need to sell because they were sort of well to do and now they have nothing like there was like no life insurance policy or nothing it's like the funds just stopped
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: um the daughter loved her dad more than anything and people pick on her because she's so obsessed and the the mother is going to one of those mediums to try to bring the father back from the dead (laughs) like And the daughter is so smart because the medium is a a con artist. You know, she's manipulating the mother and guessing things and able to convince the mother that things are real and she's really talking to the husband. But the daughter, this is a little girl. She goes to the medium and she's like, she makes up some bullshit, right? She's like, Mm -hmm. do you remember, Dad, when we used to go on the roof and look at the stars and look at this (laughs) thing? and and then the so the the medium starts saying takes off on that and she mentions the orion's belt or whatever all this stuff
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: and then they leave and then she's like mom she's full of shit <laughs> me, me and dad never used to do that <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> smart <sighs> oh, kids
1: yeah and then she starts having dreams like there's this young boy that comes to her and he's got like zombies all over the place and he's like I can bring your dad back from the dead but I need you to kill this pig and she dreams it that she literally slaughters a pig but then she wakes up in the middle of her bed and she's full of blood mm. so it's like oh man what's happening but it's so it's so weird and the, the it's I don't know it's like uh, Kelly Jones is like really good to draw gothic stuff like Oh yeah, and Victorian age style drawings and stuff. It just looks great.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I like uh, I like what they're doing with those books. That's it was it was a really that was a really good uh, uh, get by DC to yeah. to get Joe Hill on to do something like that.
1: I don't I don't remember ever though like reading a line of books like an entire line. And thinking they were all five out of fives. <laughs> and then this yeah. line this line so far, I haven't read Plunge yet, but everything else has been a five out of five.
0: Yeah, I've I've only just read the first issue of Basketful of Heads. Yeah. I love um, that. That the... felt
1: like a movie.
0: Oh yeah. In the the uh, I'm really, like, blown away by the dialogue so far. That's what... The
1: characters are awesome!
0: Because oh, Because yeah. it has
1: that young guy that's kind of like a deputy.
0: Yeah. he's going yep. off to
1: school and with the girl or whatever.
0: His girlfriend, yeah. Yeah,
1: and they go to the house, and they're, like, these inmates... And they're in the house, man! <laughs>
0: yeah. They
1: were, like, a chain gang that broke away, and the father was looking for him because he's, like, the sheriff yeah and then they're they're in the house and then it's like holy crap these inmates are in the house
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like the whole the whole issue it's like everyone's kind of scared about these in these inmates they got loose but then the 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 cops are like yeah it's no big deal they're not they weren't violent offenders they're you know there's nothing to be scared of and then of course like that's the way it goes uh at the end of the issue. Mhm. But uh yeah, it it that first issue. I mean, it uh it it really reminds me of um it really reminds me of of Stephen King's stuff of his dad's writing. Yeah. It, it really echoes that stuff.
1: The the thing is, is the characters were just so the dialogue and the characters were so spot on. It was like you're watching a movie, and you you bought into every character. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they just fit right.
0: Oh yeah, and that's that's the way that that's that that's what what I've always liked about Stephen King's writing is his characters are so real yeah, feeling. Yeah, fleshed out. it's yeah. like. You, they're 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 people that you feel like you've met before, you know. Yeah, yeah it was a good uh, that that first issue. It's it's pretty it's a pretty dense read, like because there's so much dialogue and everything. Yeah, a lot, but it's, a lot it's, it's happens. Really, yeah, really good. Yeah,
1: yeah, is that one's my favorite to be honest, just because yeah, it, it hit all the story beats and. I don't know. It just was really tight. My second one is Daphne Burn. I, I I think that one was was fantastic. And then uh, the third one for me would be uh, the Dollhouse family. And then fourth would be the Lolo Woods. But they're still all five out of fives. Like I, yeah. I I enjoy them all for different reasons. The Lolo Woods is is about two friends. Like they they're watching a movie together and they wake up and they're like. What did we watch? What happened? They're out at the theater. There's nobody else in the theater- and Why is there mud on my shoe like did we were we on drugs? Did we fall asleep? What happened? And there's like nobody in the theater and they walk to the front and there's a kid that was goes to school with them that works at the theater and he has this weird look on his face and uh kind of like this a terrified look on his face. But then as soon as they open the door to leave, he smiles like this really creepy smile and says, how was the movie? And it's just like really creepy. And then they, they go home and I don't know, there's just all kinds of weird stuff. And it's like a mining town where all most of the men died because of black lung. And mm. a lot of the women that were there married to the miners were forgetting things. Like they became forgetful. And it, it's hmm. really interesting, but they're just so all of the series like they all have characters that you buy into. You know, they're like you get invested in the dialogue, and every character is there for a reason, and they yeah. serve a purpose. And they're just fleshed out so well. I just I, I dig it. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder how uh, I wonder how those books are selling the the Hill House ones. I, I
1: don't I would think hope... they're that good, but I, I, maybe it's good for that type of book. You know, like a Vertigo yeah. type book.
0: Yeah. I w- I mean I would think with with a writer like Joe Hill, I would think it would it would reach a a bit bigger audience, but you never know with comics.
1: But uh, I think that's it for this episode. We just got to, I guess the the next episode will cover one of our picks on the comic side. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I guess we should pick something current.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's see. see what we haven't
1: are you reading metal man
0: I am yeah
1: yeah do you want to cover that one through four
0: yeah let's do metal man all right I'm enjoying that one that one's good
1: I've only read one and I was really surprised like
0: <laughs> yeah I
1: was really hooked on the the little co- the the twist of the, the story yeah
0: Yep, yeah, it's just a little bit different. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And, the and art again, it's
1: beautiful. Like, well, it's awesome.
0: And, and again, like it's it's so funny because I mean that book it seems like they come out with a metal men every once in a while, but it never sells well.
1: Yeah, I think it's and, copyright. I really do.
0: It could be and and I, it's, I think they it,
1: have to publish a title with that in the name, or they can lose the title name
0: yeah, lose the license or yeah, something and then,
1: and then image could put out middlemen, you know it could be different, but they yeah, can lose the title i think i yeah. think they, i I think they have like a board with dates, that's what <laughs> I think, and that's why you get stuff that doesn't sell every now and then
0: you know, and you know what's funny about that is. It's always like, there's always two guys that are always tied to those books. It's always Dan DiDio and Keith Giffen.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, if you, if you note, if you like, look back and notice.
1: Or Demetrius. On those types books. Yeah. Yeah. Or,
0: or, so or yeah. Or... Like
1: a Dr. Fate series or something. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah that ain't going to last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's, yeah. let's put out a Bizarro comic or,
0: yeah. uh,
1: what was the one? Batmite. Got My,
0: one, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Now we
1: have uh, Soup Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, and those are two of the best DC comics I think out. Like I,
0: oh, oh. <clears throat> I just
1: adore those comics for different reasons. Because one has like a sense of humor and yeah. like Silver Age appeal, and then the other one's dead serious, but it's written so well. Like it's just so intriguing. <laughs>
0: well i think i think uh jimmy olsen is only a, a series because of bendis i think i think bendis um because i think he he probably got matt fraction to come do that
1: i'm sure he said look what matt fraction did for hawkeye and
0: oh yeah let's let
1: him play in the jimmy olsen realm and I bet Matt Fraction was like, "I would love to write a Jimmy Olsen comic."
0: Oh yeah, it's a perfect, yeah. it's a perfect match, yeah, for sure.
1: And then you got Greg Rucka, who who writes really good women like Stumptown and all the other stuff.
0: Like oh most, yeah, like
1: Batwoman and
0: yeah, uh, yep.
1: Question, Renee Montoya, and
0: yeah, yeah, Gotham the, uh...
1: Central, and you you put him on Lois Lane, an investigative reporter. And it's like, holy crap!
0: Yeah,
1: there's a lot of good DC comics. I mean, it. Going through the previews is really weird, though, because it seems to me, like they're like winding down, like for something. Like it seems like every month there's less new, not a lot of new number ones. And yeah. It seems like a strong focus, like really strong focus on the teenage stuff and mm-hmm. all ages be- and, and I've seen them selling at Target too. Like Target has all almost all of them there. So That's I think good. I think they're looking at like the dog bo- the dog boy or dog man and the Telgemeier books that are selling in the millions that are comics and they're saying we don't want to cater to these 50 year old men that are complaining all the God dang. T-rån. We want to cater to the millions that are buying the comics through Scholastic.
0: Yeah. And on the yeah.
1: bestseller list. <laughs> Would I rather yeah, have uh, 50,000 old men or a million kids that want to read don't... this stuff? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kids who don't bitch and whine about everything.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, that's what's happening.
0: And what's funny is, like, um, so you you mentioned, like, looking through previews and kind of getting the sense that um, they're winding down. Um, I I get that sense just scrolling through Twitter just from all the people whining about DC. And it's like, and I don't, I have no clue where these people are coming from because... Like you said, DC's putting out so many good books right now, and I'm loving all of them.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I mean... I don't even think they're
1: reading them. I just think they're complaining because they read somebody else's tweet. Yeah. I I think if you quizzed half of those people and said, tell me what's happening in Lois Lane, they wouldn't be able to tell you. Or, you know, they wouldn't be able to tell you about Inferior 5 or what's happening in Superman, for that matter.
0: Well, yeah, and that's kind of one of the ones that I'm seeing complaints about is Superman. And I'm like, in my opinion, Superman is the best he's been in a long time. Yeah. You know? I mean, Bendis is killing it with Superman, in my opinion.
1: He's doing a good job with all his, his titles. Yeah. Young Justice and...
0: It's yeah, I mean, winding
1: I... down on Wonder Twins and but he's not really the writer on those. He wrote Naomi and that was a big success. That's still worth a lot of money, too.
0: Yeah, and it it it's so funny to me that you'll have um you'll have a book like that uh you know become valuable because it's like a first appearance or whatever. Yeah. But then you have those same people who are, you know, um going trying, you know, trying to get that book. Those same people aren't even reading it or you know or still complaining about Superman or whatever.
2: Mhm.
1: I, I think they're winding down, though, for this <clears throat> relaunch of, like, the 5G or whatever's coming next. I yeah. Th- I think they're going to hit, like, some milestones because they're going to, like, Wonder Woman and Flash and going to original numbering and hitting their milestones. And I think at some point we're going to get a relaunch of some sort.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Because really I mean, the I... only new thing that's coming out is... um. A new deceased in uh, Strange strange Adventures with Adam Strange. And that really could yep. come out anytime because it's a Tom King, like another Tom King Mr. Miracle, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and they could, and another one, well, one that just started not too long ago was Legion, but they could just keep that going. Yeah. Because it's only got like, what, four issues or something, three issues?
1: Yeah, I would imagine that we won't see a JSA until after the relaunch. I, yeah. I, I think. But I think something's coming up. I I think they're going to target summertime or, or fall. Because they usually hit around September with like New 52 and Rebirth. Yeah. So I think they're just riding use, it. Uh, yeah.
0: They use... Uh comic con to promote it
1: I'd be real curious to see how they're doing with the other books because I know they're ha- they have a presence though in in main main stores like target and stuff mm-hmm like yeah the, those all those uh, ones that are advertised you can you can find next to dogman and the Telgum hire mo- novels for young adults <clears throat>
0: Yeah, and it it makes perfect sense. I mean, if you, if those things are so popular, and you you got kids who who are maybe curious and looking at those, but maybe not maybe not quite interested in getting in those, but then they see you know DC stuff right next to it. Yeah, it's a good good play for sure.
1: And they're probably playing to like, oh, you know, kids like manga, kids like these volumes to be at least to have some meat. So it's not like having 20 pages. It's more like a little, little novel, you know?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I, I get the, um, I get the, the, the hundred page, um, giants, the, um, I get the superhero girls and the, um, the Teen Titans Go ones for my daughter.
1: I get them too because and, I haven't read the Superhero Girls one, but I've read the Teen Titans Go, and they're pretty funny.
0: Oh, they are. Yeah. <laughs> we, I used to read those to her before she could read.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah, the the humor in those is it's it's pretty good. It's for and, us
1: too. <laughs> really oh yeah. Just...
0: Oh yeah. I mean the the cartoons the same way. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, my like my daughter loves those hundred page giants because she could pick it up and read a story and then come back to it later and read something different, you yeah. know.
1: <clears throat> All right, well I think we can wrap this one up. And again, uh, the the movies that we're picking are Justice League Dark. That's one I want to watch. And then uh, the two. Two episodes of the new Harlequin series. Those will be the competing, which I'll put a survey out for. And then the four comics are going to be Checkmate 1 through 4, Peacemaker 1 through 4, Cosmic Boy 1 through 4, and what was the other one?
0: Resurrection
1: Man 1 through 4. Yep. So uh, we're set and you can reach us at uh dcnoisepodcast.com on twitter Kyle is k pettit5 yep p e t t i t i am at mike myer's brunch and that's the best place to reach us but you could also go to facebook I'll tell Kyle if there's a message for him because he doesn't go to Facebook. But
2: you no. can go to Facebook
1: <laughs> and leave a message at dcnoisepodcast.com on the episode threads there. And I think we could wrap this one up. That was
0: yeah. fun. Yeah, it was. That was a good yeah. one.
1: We even got some more uh, Hill House talk, too.
0: Yeah, so some bonus, bonus talk.
1: Show, show notes as well. All right. Well, Kyle, I hope you have a good week.
0: Yeah, you too, Mike. Don't work too hard.
1: Yeah, it's things are starting to, I hope, turn <laughs> to some normalcy. Like I, I only had forty five hours this last week, so it was good, and that's, I got to leave early yeah. on Friday, so.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, Just starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a fifty or sixty or.
0: Oh so man. It was
1: like, ah, I could breathe. <laughs>
0: yeah. There you go. Yep.
1: So hopefully it'll stay like that and I can get more reading done because I haven't read... A, my statistics have really gone down the toilet the last <laughs> couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. It's because I'm
1: just too like, mentally and physically exhausted because I'm old.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that, I,
1: like, I, one, I get I home know. and I literally... I've been taking dinner to lunch so I take lunch and dinner
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: get home I don't know, around 8 or 9. <clears throat> and I could watch one episode of Seinfeld and then I'm like out like a light.
0: Yeah. You just don't want to do after. I don't want to do anything. Function, yeah.
1: do a anything. long
0: day like that. Yeah. It's
1: like I, I shut down and then usually I get up at 3 a.m. and I read for an hour and then go back to bed.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's yeah. like, um, uh was it uh like um there there was the Seinfeld bit where um I think it was is Kramer was um trying to sleep like uh Da Vinci. Um was it Da Vinci I think where he, he slept like thirty minutes a day or something like oh, that? oh Yeah
1: and he had the <laughs> clock go off. He'd <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> take like A two-minute nap, like every (laughs) once in a while.
1: (laughs) I love those characters, man. Yeah, that's a show I, I've seen them all, and I can just watch them again and again.
0: Oh yeah, I'm same way. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Characters are awesome. (laughs)
1: Larry David is is so fantastic too. The Larry David show on HBO.
0: Yeah, curb your enthusiasm. Oh my
1: God. It's it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it, it's you. It's so
1: Seinfeld. Like it, you can see that Seinfeld was created by him. You know,
0: and you see you see George Costanza yeah, in him.
1: He is George Costanza. Like yeah, the, his character was based on himself. Like
0: right, yeah.
1: Because all his logic comes that it's <laughs> all Larry David's logic is that.
0: My uh. My my brother my brother sh- uh, sent me like a screenshot from one he just watched where, and I haven't seen this one but my brother was telling me about it where he in in order to like get out of like to like not have anybody bother him. Oh or my
1: god! Him, yeah, he wore a MAGA hat. hat.
0: <laughs> Make
1: America great again, and, and it was incredible. It was like. He had, he had some guy come by him like on a motorcycle it was flipping him off like you idiot, and then he puts <laughs> he puts his hat on and, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah he said, just be careful next time.
0: <laughs> nobody wants to talk to yeah. him <laughs>
1: and then he gets on a plane or anything, and it's like nobody wants to sit next to him
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's it's cool because he doesn't like people. So he yeah. he like he, he saw what what he observed is that he observed somebody with a hat and he said nobody wants to deal with those people, you know, Trump supporters. Yeah. And and he, so he's like, "You know what? I really don't like people. I'll wear the hat." <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah, because he comes with these stupid like things like uh what was the one he came up with, like the goodbye, like the long goodbye or the short goodbye or whatever it was. Oh. It, 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 it was it was a way for him to get out of a party without having to talk to somebody he didn't want to. Yeah. And he would just like he would Oh, I have to leave, oh I wanted to talk to you for days. And, <laughs> and it, that's how it all started is he he didn't want to talk to this producer. Like he was the producer of some sitcom and he didn't want to talk to him because they he wants to talk for hours and Larry didn't want to talk to him. So he he went to the party and says, "You know, I got to go. You know, I'm heading out right now, but I'd really like to <laughs> talk to you." Which he didn't. But then the guy said, "You know what? Let's meet for lunch." <laughs> and and uh, Larry's like, "Oh shit, he wants to meet for lunch." So he goes to the lunch and puts on a MAGA hat. Make, make America great again. And the guy like shows up and he's like, "Oh my god, I can't meet with him." <laughs> and he just leaves. He goes, "You know what? My son just called and I have to leave. I'm sorry, Larry." <laughs> oh,
0: that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the last people you want to talk to. Yeah,
1: it's so George. (laughs) (laughs) Like just using logic to get out of something. It's like the Seinfeld where they, you know, he wants to get out of a relationship. Oh, you could mention the menage a trois. There's no way it would work.
0: Then it backfires. It backfires
1: (laughs) and she's like, yeah, let's do this. (laughs) And And then Jerry's like, chicken shit. He's like you know what? I'll be into lotions and shaggy carpets and all this stuff. I can't (laughs) can't do it. I
0: can't do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That show is, is really amazing. Oh man. Yeah. You should check it out. If you get a chance when it goes to DVD or whatever.
0: Yeah, I've got like the I've got like the first couple seasons of, of Curb on D V D. Um uh, I haven't seen any of the newer ones though.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: this season is yeah.
1: really raunchy, man. It's so bad.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, well we can wrap this one up, but if you get a chance, check right. that out. It, you'll you'll get a kick out of it. Especially if you're yeah. into Seinfeld. You'll love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It is Seinfeld. It's just an extension. (laughs) All right. Well, you have a good week, Kyle, and I'll talk to you in two.
0: Yep, you too. See you, Mike. All right. Take care. Bye.
1: Bye.